Enough is enough! I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane! And I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. It's fake, phony, fake. Fake, fake, fake. Everything is fake. You are listening to... It's all fake. It's all fake. Diary of a Mad Brown Guy. I am your host, BJ Puri. And let's open up this diary book. It's November 2nd. This is the, the day before the, uh, the great American election. So Trump versus Biden. The big, the big giant puppet show that is American politics, world politics, really. Because what happens here, uh, it happens, it, 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 is, it is our Babylon. The U.S. is the Babylon of the world. So they got the spire and everything. You know what I'm talking about? The Washington Monument? That's the spire of Babylon. So what happens in Babylon spreads throughout the world. That's the global epicenter is Babylon. And uh, such is the U.S. And now we got this, you know, election tomorrow. It is like I said, November 2nd, 2020. And uh, I guess we'll see what happens. Got a fresh snow here in Canada. Always on Halloween. I remember being a kid. I grew I grew up in Canada for you know twenty years before I left for the states. Nineteen I left, but every Halloween I remember being cold as fuck. It being horrible weather, and and or snowing. And here we are, November first, and they're so sorry. It was a, uh, like three inches of snow. <laughs> it was fine Halloween night, but that was rare. We got the full moon and everything, but it was still cold. It was like you know. 23 degrees outside it's not trick-or-treating weather that's you know you put on a costume then you put on your snow pants and your coat over your costume ask for candy <laughs> look like a, a bunch of cold kids asking for candy that's all some wearing a mask so they're protected from covid some not they don't care they don't care about everybody else they don't care about old people they're being rude those kids who weren't wearing masks on Halloween. So uh, we've got uh, some things to talk about other than the election. I, 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 the, all this election stuff is so crazy. It, just because in in the end, it, it doesn't really matter. I, I'll get to that at the I'll get to that in the end. But for now, one of the one of the things that I wanted to, to see, I needed to talk. I need I need to talk to myself. And I need to get my thoughts out vocally. And this is the only way I can do it. Because I can't talk to my family. I can't talk to my friends. can't talk really talk to my wife, really. Um, because there's no way for anybody to relate back. Because <laughs> everyone's, everyone's a sheep at some level. It's just some people are, are way better. Most people are just really good at being sheep. And so the, the truth is always veiled. And they uh, would just rather not look, you know. One direction only. That's it. So here I am with uh, Tourette's out of control, and I've got to talk to this to somebody. So here I am talking to myself again. And this is diary entry number fourteen. So the last one was a couple weeks ago, and I was purposely waiting. Well, number one, it was because I was you know the Tourette's wasn't bad enough yet. Now it is because I waited probably a little too long. But I also wanted to wait towards towards when. All the chaos was going to be over, which is the American election slash Babylon. <laughs> <clears throat> Something I remembered. Um, 
it's not something I remembered, but it's it's a, it's a very clear, vivid memory of uh, 10th grade when I was in the 10th grade biology. And it was like the uh, end year exams. Okay, this is Canada. This is Ottawa, Canada, Rockcliffe Park, where all the smart people are. <laughs> Here I am taking exams at Ashbury College uh, in 10th grade for, for biology. And uh, I remember this specifically because I had a teacher. I still know her name. She's, her name was Miss Duggan. And she was a dyke. Not that there was anything wrong with that, but she was hiding it. Because, you know, the social climate would not allow for that. You can't just say, oh, hey, I'm your biology teacher and I'm a lesbian. You would have not gotten the job, first of all, back then. You know, this is still in the 90s. It's not completely accepted yet. We're getting there, you know. Now now you can only hire gays and lesbians and LGBTQ. Otherwise, all the Democrats will come after you, you know. So, in 10th grade, Ms. Duggan, who hated my fucking guts, by the way, because I was a rowdy son of a bitch, you know. I was a rowdy child. I was a child up until graduation. I was still a boy. You know, now I now I'm still a pain in the ass, but it's much more reserved. You know, he said I can only do that. I can only be a pain in the ass on, on podcasts and directly to my wife. That's it. <laughs> oh, I guess to my uh, family too, <laughs> but not to that level. This chick, she fucking hated me, but she gave me props here and there when I was doing a good job. I remember that she was fair enough. Okay, she was just sexually frustrated. That's all. That's, I know that's what the root was for all of her frustrations. Here she is surrounded by tons of pretty girls and she's a lesbian clear and you know, she can't do nothing about it. You know, it's frustrating. It's gotta be, you know. Um, so in 10th grade, I was taking the final exams and there was a question on the exam. And I remember, cause I specifically studied for this. I, cause she say, she gave a hint that this was going to be on the exam and it was, and it had to do with cell transport. Any 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 listeners who are listening at all, or does anybody in the fucking world remember anything about biology? And this is 10th grade, by the way. Right? This is not even the senior year. This is 10th grade. Yes, it's Canada, so the school system's tougher and it's a little smarter, much smarter. <laughs> but still 10th grade, you know? At some point, even in the U.S., High school would have taught cell transport, cell biology. That's just part of curriculum. And if any one of you guys is paying attention, you would have remembered certain words like endosomes and exosomes. I'm, I'm going to get to the big to the big deal about all this stuff here because endosomes and exosomes, all it is is a transport system for the cell between the cell itself, any cell. And it's matrix-like aqueous um, solution in between the cells. So the intercellular fluid, which, you know, supply where, where the blood comes from, the plasma, the fluids, all the fluids, all the, all the nu- nutrients and stuff. It's got to come into the cell somehow. And it's got to leave out of the cell somehow because these little cells, all, any cell, that's lung tissue, skin tissue, bone tissue, whatever tissue you've got on your body, each of is is a composed of millions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of cells to the to the thirty ninth degree of cells, uh, and all of them 
are living, breathing, little tiny baby entities. And they need nutrients. And just like humans, we eat food and we shit it out. We eat food and we shit it out. That's incoming and then outgoing. So when it's incoming, it's endosomal. Now, now the cell doesn't exactly eat. What it does is it pulls the nutrients into the cell body from the outside. And then it pulls, sucks it in. And while it's sucking it in, it encapsulates that little material that it's trying to suck in from that extracellular fluid into itself. And it creates a little tiny bubble and it pinches off. And then just as it pinches off inside the cell, it's surrounded by its own little cell membrane from the outside of the cell itself. So it gets sucked in and sucked into a little bubble on the outside of the surface. And it gets sucked in a little more and more until it pinches off and then pulls itself inside into the world of the little cell itself. Now, these endosomes, this endosomal transport could be food, uh, nutrients, vitamins, cofactors, hormones. I mean, it's anything. It really anything, you know, anything. That's just a mechanism of transport for the, the cell, any cell. Exosomes is the exact opposite, okay? The cell is getting rid of garbage. The cell is getting rid of all, like, its own, its poo. (laughs) It's getting rid of all the toxic material that it doesn't need anymore. It's going to shuttle it out into the extracellular fluid from where it can get into the blood system or the lymphatic system, go into the liver, get filtered out, and you go ahead and shit that out or piss it out or whatever it is. So the cell's got to do it the same way. It took it in, and now what it's going to do is push that debris, all that debris, the 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 the, the, the you know the off pro- byproduct of the interior of the cell, from all the engines of the cell, like the the mitochondria, the 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 uh, the, the, the cell nucleus, you know, where all the proteins are being made, um, you know, where glucose is being used or whatever ATP is being is being produced. Whatever it is, there's byproducts of all these chemical functions all happening within every little tiny baby cell. Just little, little, tiny, little tiny cells. And all these things are happening at once. And, you know, it takes energy, creates energy, and it creates byproduct. Where's the byproduct go? Well, for humans, we just, we breathe it out, or we shit it out, or we piss it out, or, you know, it seeps out of our pores. pores. One way or another, we get rid of it. And it's a transportation and, 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 and exosomal, you know, I will say. Now, zomal, that means membrane. So you're talking about exosomal is specifically for a cell or anything with a membrane or endosomal. You know, so both of those, incoming or outgoing. So now, now here's exosomal. All right, now exosomal transport is... Um, all that, all the, all the, you know, the byproduct material of all the engines of the interior of the cell get pushed towards the uh, the cell wall, all right, because it needs to get out. So it gets pushed towards the cell wall because it wants to go out the surface, and it does a reverse bubble. So it keeps getting pushed, pushed, pushed. The cell membrane kind of protracts a little bit and bubbles out and creates another another little tiny bubble and it pinches off the cell membrane and that bubble goes out into the extracellular fluid and that little bubble is composed of all the uh, 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 all the byproduct of the of the cell of the interior of the cell and the uh, outside is encapsulated within the own cell cell membrane so the cell membrane itself pinches itself off and donates itself out 
and you know rebuilds itself so it's it, you know it's a continuous process but that little bubble is an extension of itself essentially but all that's in there is the 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 poo and the pee and the byproduct stuff that's it so any exosomal transport from cell transport more than likely is just going to carry just genetic material dead material poo all you know the cell cell genetic material that is inert inoperable and is going out for uh the, uh, the waste product of the human being now okay so it's all getting filtered out it's just garbage now all it is is cell garbage your cell is getting rid of the garbage through exosomal transportation which is fucking 10th grade biology folks <laughs> and i remember this because this was a question on the exam now i didn't do so good on the exam i passed but i got a fucking 100 on that question you know um because I, I i got to draw draw out the whole thing and i took probably too long <laughs> to do it but that was the best way i could and if i could draw it out you know uh, on the podcast that would be great too and then i could really help people understand what endosomal and exosomal transportation is for the cell because here's the fucking importance of all of that the pcr test for covid19 all it tests for is exosomal transportation think about that for a second it's no wonder that we get positives and negatives and positives and negatives and pot from the same person because exosomal transportation is a is an ongoing process your body is always doing it or it's taking a rest or it's always doing it or it's taking a rest so whether you get a test in those rest or go periods of uh, of cell biology you can say which is a thousand percent always going all all it is is chance that you're going to get a positive or a negative it's a chance one way or another those are the only two answers you're going to get because your body is always producing exosomal transport it has to that's the way biology works and the genetic material it's spitting out is just 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 genetic material that's it genetic material is uh, a protein byproduct a string of amino acids you know i mean you get a string of amino acids from from popping a you know three grams of uh, egg white boom string of amino acids the cell's going to take what it needs and spit out the rest of it and those little amino acid strings are all broken up and disintegrated and and all, all used and uh ready for recycle and that is the stuff that they are testing for for COVID-19. It's not even a COVID-19 test. There is no COVID-19 test specifically. There's an antibody test, but all the tests is for antibodies for what? A coronavirus, which is already part of our DNA, considering about 40 to 50 coronaviruses have been already, at the, including 19, motherfucker, all the way into all the way for the last 70 years we've known about this so viruses kind of imprint on your own dna making you stronger more resilient and you produce your own antibodies so you're going to take an antibody test it's it's like taking it it's like taking a test to see if you have any lungs that's of course you're going to test positive it's no wonder that they're testing millions and millions of positives every fucking day because humans are living aren't they They've got endosomal and exosomal transport going on in all their cell structures, right? Aren't they? Are they living and breathing? So they're producing these things. Are they? They're here now. So clearly, the genetic imprint of 
of many coronaviruses are already imprinted on our DNA, making us stronger and more resilient to any other further changes in coronavirus craziness. Already there. They've already been there. And as far as I've known, and I'm 41 fucking years old, they've been there since my birth. They've been there for you too. So if people are getting sick from something, it ain't no coronavirus. It's, 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 it's crazy because if they're getting all their statistics from a PCR test, then, then where's the virus? There is no virus. You're testing. Or, oh, so, so my cell makes poo. Well, good. Oh, well, I'm glad that's a positive. So think about that when you're taking your PCR test and you're worried about a, a COVID-19 outbreak or a scare or anything. All it is is a scare. All it is is fear. When you scare the shit out of someone, they will do anything for you to not be scared anymore. It's just it, that's the way that they've done it since the beginning of mankind. And it's the best way to steer mankind is with fear. Otherwise, chaos. That's the only two things there are is fear and chaos. So, PCR tests. Don't, um, <laughs> the whole thing is, I mean, if you if you know, if you could, if you could, if I could only, if you understand cell transport just a little bit, and all you got to do is open a 10th grade biology book and you'll find it, you'll see endosomal and exosomal transportation. Uh, you know what? Look at a book that's 20, 30 years old because maybe some of the new stuff has already been shifted into something clearly misshapen and misdirected so that this thing can make it make it look like it's 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 the real deal you're gonna hide the science the actual science the science has been there for about a hundred years you're gonna you're just gonna hide that away and be like oh no 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 the virus it doesn't even look like that it looks like a ball with a, a plunger sticking out of it all over the place that, that that's what the virus looks like now that's what all viruses look like now how about that well that's real convenient now isn't it We've had a couple hundred years where viruses look like basically little insectids, insectoids, little tiny microscopic insectoids that can seep in and out of any fucking mask you can make because they're so tiny. What about your eyeballs? Because it'll go right through your fucking cell membranes of your eyeballs. As long as you're looking, guess what? The viruses are transporting right through your fucking eyeballs. Where's your glasses? Where's your goggles? Where's your, where's your, why don't you put like a whole eyeball contact lens on? Because that's the only, that's, that's the equivalent. That'll protect you better than any goddamn mask will. It's, it's madness. And it's all madness for this election. You know, you'll see. You will see. So something else that I've been thinking of, besides for the, uh, you know, cell transport and the whole PCR test and the, the madness and and any of lack of education that the people have had and and and, I, and, and it's 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 it's, uh, it's it's a horrible act against humanity the level of education in the US because if they would understand any of the things that I would understand from my Canadian education high school mind you they they would see you know, the, the, I guess it doesn't really matter. We've got sheep in Canada, too. I don't know fuck, fuck all about it. Cell transport. <laughs> hey, maybe it's just me. Maybe I was the only one paying attention in fucking 10th grade biology. Maybe that's it. You know? It's frustrating. 
because uh, if I could extend the knowledge a little bit, you know, that, that would that would help a lot of people. And it would put, put all of this. People would laugh. I mean, you would just laugh. Like, you would laugh at all the things that were going around. Anything COVID-related, you would laugh your fucking balls off. Because COVID-19 is cell poo. That's all. Test, you're testing positive for cell poo. <laughs> there's the, there's the, uh, the beginning short of it. That's it. That's it. That's the end. The sad thing is, is that uh, I personally, I don't believe, I don't believe COVID is going anywhere. I think that people are getting sick, and there's a new kind of sickness going on, and it's got to be blamed on something. And we've already got COVID nineteen to blame it on. It's so convenient, right? And COVID-19 is representing as this and nosebleeds and blood clots. And COVID-19 is representing as car accidents. And and COVID-19 is representing as motorbike accidents. And it's representing as pneumonia infections and, and, and colon infections. It's everything infections. We don't even have influenza this year or last year. Because guess what? We can blame it all on COVID-19. All the COVID-19 numbers are now are all also influenza numbers now, too. There is no clinical set symptoms, diagnosis, prognosis for COVID-19. There is none. Why? You got to think about it, man. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because COVID-19 is a global cover for the other shit that is happening that is potentially making people sick. And those, there are several things that that could be. See, COVID, these COVID mandates, they happened. And they will not be reversed. Business models have changed for the next decade. I promise you. Companies like Amazon and and, and, and Apple and uh, all, all the big ones that you could, Walmart, all the ones that survived the lockdowns, all those companies that thrived and, and millions and billions of dollars have been made during those lockdown months, by the way, ever since this COVID thing started, those folks got richer, and you gotta you gotta wonder why. And they set the standard for business practices. So anything that they do has a trickle down effect to the middle middle class and wherever wherever class any business practices are going to have to follow suit with what the biggest of the biggest are doing. Otherwise, they can be crushed and taken out. It's, it's just another way to crush the middle class, the middle business class, independent owners. It's another way to get to a point where it's all big business only. And it makes sense because that's called monopoly. And that's the goal of business, <laughs> honestly. But all these changes, they happen for a reason and they don't just backtrack them. Okay, because someone someone whistleblows and says, "Hey, COVID was fake." Uh-uh. There's a global thing happening here, and uh, it's it's not going to change. Travel will be changed forever. Business practices already changed forever. No shoes, no shirt, no no mask, no service. The mask ain't going anywhere. I just don't think so. Um. And COVID ain't going anywhere. I think COVID is sticking around for another 10 years, probably at least five. Man, as long as we have 5G rollout that is potentially causing issues with health, 
they need a cover story. They never come out and say, oh, yeah, people are getting sick from 5G. Sorry. Hey, come on. <laughs> you got to use your brain here. If you own all these companies that are that own the creation of this 5G network that they're putting up, you, you will do anything to protect it. And telling a lie, a global lie, is like swatting a fly off your shoulder to protect that investment. It doesn't fucking matter to them. And they have the money to back a whole a whole a, a, a global uh, veil. They can pull the veil over the eyes because they're the same people that control the media that tell you how you should be feeling and tell you what you should be scared of. <laughs> like this no COVID-19 breakouts. What they don't tell you is we've got more and more 5G ro- ro- rollout and it's making elderly people even more sick because of the radiation that's being put out. And it's not just, doesn't stop at 5G. Okay, there's 6G coming, 7G, 8G, blah, 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 blah. Radiation gets higher and higher and the atmosphere suffers because of it. And people are going to get sick. It, it has to be. People don't suffer from radiation. You're going to get weird side effects. Could be excessive water retention. Your metabolism slowed down. You start getting fatter for no reason. Even something like that. Or how about a bad skin breakout you just can't control? Hey, you've had, you've been, you know, taking care of all of your all your dietary stuff and you haven't changed jack shit. Why am I breaking out here? Or why am I losing hair here? Or, you know, I mean, the possibilities are endless. And it's going to just look like regular aging stuff. Like, oh, you know, I'm 45 now. And uh, I guess it just kind of happens suddenly <laughs> like that, you know. It's not out of the ordinary. People would feel that way, you know? So it doesn't... Look, they'll never tell you the truth that all this radiation, the wireless radiation and the, the 5G technologies and... The, it's not just 5G, like I said. It doesn't stop there. The, the, the 5 plus, I should say, because the technology will keep getting uh, more and more integrative and, and a higher power and with different frequency, different frequencies that can really harm uh, biology. And again, it doesn't stop there, okay? We, like I said, COVID-19 is a cover story for all the major stuff that they don't want people looking at. The veil. We are going atmospherically. We are suffering. We're not suffering. We're, we're changing. Atmospherically, we're, we're changing. Some parts of the world are suffering. Some parts of the world are going to benefit. Some parts of the world are going to get real fucking cold. Some parts of the world are going to get real fucking hot where they used to be cold. These are the changes that are happening globally that are changing the earth as we move through this uh, 26,000 year cycle. You know, changes through the earth are going to happen. We've been experiencing changes for the last 500 years or so. Of course, they don't talk about it. Right now, we're going, right now we're going through um, a, a portion of space. You know, our entire solar system is spinning about, right? Our source of solar system. I'm talking about the sun and the nine planets that follow, that we know, of, that we uh, that we're, you know, bound to in our little pocket of the solar system. You know, we're spilling. We're just a tiny little speck among the, the the Milky Way galaxy. And as the Milky Way galaxy rotates, we are being dragged along with it. And as we move through that space, we encounter different pockets of radiation from different clusters of. A little different electrically charged areas, different plasma charged areas, and that causes different uh, different electrical fluxes on our Earth, and uh, and as a result, the frequency changes. 
And when the frequency changes, well, biology changes. Uh, it, uh, I don't. I can't say it gets worse, or people get sick, or people get stronger. I don't. I, all I can say is people. Biology changes. It has to, as frequency changes and as radiation changes, it has to. So we are flying through these these uh, charged areas of space right now. It's affecting the Earth, and that's not going to change because it'll only ever gain charge for the next say ten, thirteen thousand years. <laughs> so when when it comes to the to the uh, to the to the point where you know the whole solar system shares the same charge and then it's a big boom big giant discharge that's common but we'll never see it all right we're humans we're like ants <laughs> so but we have to put up with the uh, the extraordinary things that are not, are not being covered by the news because they're too fucking scary and we have no control over it we have more control over covid-19 outbreaks than we do over uh, potential radiation from cosmic uh, interference we have increased cometary activity. So comets, comets are, are uh, they're a, a beautiful thing in space, you know. Unfortunately, historically, comets kind of are the, were um, looked, upon, looked upon as like the harbingers of famine and disease. <laughs> I hate to be the bearer of bad, bad news. But historically, that's been, that's been the, that's been the, the case whenever comets were seen they were seen as something more fearful than anything else and and they inspite fear they instill fear for the reason that of of what they carried with them what followed their their appearance the things that followed their appearances like famine and disease is historic is historic and it makes sense because a cometary discharge is the meeting of two different electrical interferences in space and that discharge that happens when they shoot off the, it, that discharge produces a certain radiation that showers our little part of the solar system. Definitely our Earth. You know what? So, it, I mean, it looks like a little... Ooh, it's shooting off into space. Oh, it's it's so pretty and amazing. And it is. <laughs> it's, an, it's a spectacle to see. I, I, I've seen... I mean, you go out at night, you will find... And it's a clear night. I promise you, if you look long enough, you will find a shooting star or a shooting comet whatever it is it is an electrical discharge that you will see it could be a flash or it could be like a like a streak across the sky you will see it and it looks like it's in our little pocket of the earth and it's not it's you know hundreds of thousands of miles away you know far above where any of our planets are and it it's just streaking across our heliosphere because our sun encapsulates the, our, our sun's electrical discharge, our, our sun electrical space encapsulates our entire solar system here, just like the inside of a cell, right? So if you got something that comes and and, and streaks up against the uh, the top of a cell, it's going to cause you know stuff to discharge. Uh, same thing, the same thing's happening. It's two two different charged particles, the sun and its heliosphere, and this incoming comet, and it streaks against it. And uh, the two collide, the, the heliosphere and the comet itself, they meet and the electrical discharge happens. And that's when you see the streak across the, the sky. And uh, that's the difference of potential between the comet and the sun's heliosphere, the sun's cell membrane, I should say. Or, or sorry, our solar system cell membrane, right? Comes back to the endosomal and exosomal transportation a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> but... 
But I mean, these commentary things in history have all been harbingers of death, kind of. <laughs> so, so, so if we're seeing increased commentary stuff and there's more people getting sick, and really, nobody's getting sick. You know, I mean, there is 5G radiation and the potential's there. And uh, it, there, there might be some deaths from it. Yeah, but it's pretty low. When you consider the actual, the actual COVID-19 deaths, all right, I'm using air quotes, are roughly about 20,000 worldwide. Now, the COVID deaths are because they don't know what the fuck it is, essentially. All right, that's, they're like, I tested positive for exosomes. I guess they're COVID-19. They got some weird stuff going on in their lungs. They're misshapen. They can't breathe. I don't know what it is. COVID-19, I guess, right? So that's that's what they're, uh, that's what they're going to, why wouldn't they go with that? That's that's the narrative now. And they would never say, oh, they're dying from something. Uh, well, I hate to tell you this, but, uh, you know, our expensive 5G radiation program that we've got, or 5G network that we've got going on is uh, shooting off some weird radiation that's uh, changing people's lungs and uh, changing our air quality for the worst. So, you know. Some people will be affected. Some people will get stronger. Some people, nothing at all. Who knows? But you need a cover for any of that. Just like originally when they when they ignited the 5G system in Wuhan and they did it extensively because it's got the largest system on Earth right now. They did that in November and 35,000 people dead. From COVID-19, by the way, because COVID-19 coincidentally... Uh, was uh, released from a lab uh, uh, just the same time that they turned the 5G grid on over there. That's pretty interesting, huh? And what better way to cover that up, the death of 35,000 people from an incident like a 5G radiation or some sort of pollutant or something, than to blame it on a, uh, on a, on a, on a mysterious virus that was mysteriously released from a lab and went worldwide. Now you got the pressure off China. You know, you got the eyes off China. Nobody's looking over there no more because they're COVID-19 safe now, but the rest of the world is affected. They got the eyes on the U.S. because, hey, look how many cases they got. And they got the world locking down again. But no eyes on Wuhan. Really strange, isn't it? Plus, you can't trust the news coming out of China anyways. Just like you can't trust the news that's coming out of fucking Canada. This Canadian news is so slanted towards towards democratic news, it, it makes your head spin. It is so anti-Trump here, this, this Canadian news. It's no wonder. And, and here's, you know what, I remember, because I was Canadian. <laughs> I am Canadian. I grew up Canadian, and for 20, 19 years I was Canadian. And the view, I remember now, because I'm looking back. I'm trying to look back and see how I felt about Americans and the the views back then were that Canadians just like the rest of the world they receive news just like the rest of the world which is different than what is put out in the US I lived in both places I can tell you exactly what you're going to get a 50-50 split in the US among the news um no you're going to get more of a a 70-30 split 30% support on the news of Trump, 70% anti-Trump on the news. And the rest of the world is 100% anti-Trump on the news. That's what's being fed. But what I remember being a kid was that Canadians were essentially always scared of Americans. We were always worried about Americans. We always thought that they were unpredictable, reckless, uh, cowboys. <laughs> That's 
they really do think that, and they really do think that now too. They don't they don't stop thinking that, and so the Canadian views of an American are, are kind of bigot <laughs> bigotry, and I'm experiencing it on several levels now because if I go out. I'm already at at a, at a disadvantage because even Canadians don't like brown people, and I'm talking brown, not Mexicans, man. I'm talking about Indians because we did it to ourselves, right? We just invaded this culture and brought our own culture and smells and stuff, made things gross a little bit, and I can understand why there's some bigotry against Indian people a little bit. I get it; they changed the culture too rapidly. <laughs> it was too quick for the Canadians to do that, for to deal with that. Now you got fucking masala everywhere. You can't get rid of masala in Canada. And so the Canadians are t- typically all scared of of, of the U.S. Uh, any American, you know, we're not we're not we're not taken we're taken a little too seriously. Almost, you know, like we're gonna pull a gun on someone because we're American. That's the view that the Canadians have. So here I am, I'm Indian, and I'm Canadian, and. I talk with a, 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 with an American accent. I don't know how it all happened, but here I am, an anomaly. And when I start talking to people that are Canadian around here, most of the time they most of the time they get a little standoffish. They take a step back because number one, they're potentially grossed out. I'm Indian. And number two, they hear me talking. They're like, "Oh fuck! I think he's American. He might have a gun." <laughs> That's what I think they think. And that's why I experience the bigotry that I experience here in Canada. See, I got the, I got the, the worst of both worlds over there, over here. Yeah. I tell you what, man, I had a better time in the U.S. I'm there. I experienced straight up bigotry in the U.S., straight up racism from white people. But they were the, they were the kind that I expected to be racist. <laughs> you know, I walk into a maid right and sometimes a record player would stop, scratch. Right across the record. And they walk in and um, silence. And it's a bunch of old white people staring at me with my hot white girlfriend at the time. <laughs> yeah, I got one of yours. She's smoking hot. I'm going to grab her tit right now in front of you. How do you feel about your pancakes now? But so I, I experienced it. My wife experienced it with me several times. She experienced it. We were dating at the time, but... She would notice it. She would pick up on it. But the racism here is different. It's almost like it's uh, passive aggressive <laughs> rather than straight up aggressive. I guess that's why I like the U.S. better. Um, and I like the people in the U.S. better. Because you you know what you're going to get right away. They're not going to hide nothing. For, for all intents and purposes, man, most Americans are pretty fucking honest with you. They don't have time to to play mind games with anybody. No one's got that kind of time. So they're going to come out and be real honest with you most of the time, unless they're trying to make a sale or something. You can't trust salesmen in any country. You know? Anyways, that's what's happening. That's These COVID mandates, these things are sticking around. They're not going anywhere. And COVID will always be a thing now, for at least for the next five years, because like I said, we've got technology rollouts that are going to be hurting us. Potentially, they'll need a cover for that. We have atmospheric stuff that is happening. We'll need a cover for that. And we have we have uh, cosmic things that are happening. We'll need a cover for that, man. <laughs> we need a cover for all these things. No, not we, but the governments, the people at the, 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 the of the deep state, the people that hold the strings of the government, because government's just a puppet show. The Rothschilds, Rockefellers, 
the 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 Morgans, the Chases, these guys that pull the strings, that own sixty eight percent of the wealth of the world. They need a cover, man, because these they got to protect their investments, their radiation, their their food, uh, uh, GMO protections. They got to protect all this stuff, man, because we are the product. We are the the consumers, and they need us to keep buying stuff. So the truth is probably a lot scarier, <laughs> just like I initially believed, <laughs> but. But the thing is, when you really take an account for it, it's only maybe 20,000 people dead from this mysterious illness. So, again, it's misdirection. And they're pointing your eyes in one way when you really should be looking up and around. That's all. And being, being aware, you know. Um. So, it, yeah, election time. It is election time, right? And... Um, here, here, here's the deal. Here, here's my everyone wants predictions, right? So predict everyone. Everyone thinks they're a, a fucking news anchor. But here's my prediction, and this is from me reading through the news uh, and seeing how silly it was this entire time because this is obviously a landslide victory for Trump, and this is, I mean, they couldn't have picked a worse candidate. I mean, they could have, they could have got a guy like that was actually likable. First of all, right? Like, like nobody likes Biden. Nobody actually likes Biden. If you do, you're a complete psychopath. And there's a million reasons not to that I don't need to get into. Um, but whether you vote for Biden or whether you you just if you vote for Biden, you're you're voting for a quicker Chinese democracy. That's it. The Chinese turnover will be instant. Okay, we will instantly be communist country. With with Trump, you're going to get another four years of chaos and money making. See what the what the news probably should have told you, but they can't because they can't talk about Rothschilds and they can't talk about Rockefellers because those are the owners of the news stations. <laughs> they can't talk about that. But in 2015, 2014, 2015, right before Trump was um, getting ready to uh, throw his hat into the ring to for for the to to run for president or run for elections even. You got a major injection of capital from a mysterious entity. Hmm. Well, that mysterious entity was none other than the Rothschild family. And that was back in 2015. Now, let me tell you something about the Rothschild family. They are the richest, richest, richies in the richest of the riches of the global riches. And what they say goes, I don't give a fuck what country you belong to because they own it already. They own... Oh, 80% of the trade in the world. The rest of it is for us little sheep. So what they say goes. And this family injected money into the Trump campaign way back before the first election. Now, what does that tell you? You think that they are just going to... You think that this is the type of people, these are the type of family that would just give money to a no-name candidate that what everybody hates and that everybody, uh, nobody would vote for and to take seriously. You think that they would invest the kind of money into that person? These are the types of people that shape countries, take them down and shape the future uh, and past, by the way, of mankind. Our thoughts, what we watch on TV, what's on the internet, 
what's not on the internet, what's not on TV, all of it. So think about that. You know? That's that's my smoking gun for this whole election thing. Is that uh, the Rothschilds uh, invested into Trump uh, before the first elections, and they haven't stopped yet. <laughs> and so, and I don't think they will because they want to see their investment see through, man. Just like any smart business person would. I respect them. I think they're making a fun choice because um, the sheep are never going to see it. I can say it all day long, and I can tell you uh, all the things um, that I that I know. And it would just sound like crazy conspiracy theories, and no one would ever believe it in a million years because that's called mind control and mind shaping. And most people, I'd say 98% of the people walking around right now, are sheep that have been mind controlled by the Rothschilds, Rockefellers, Chases, and Morgans their entire life. And there's no way that they can see anything different because the human mind can be very small, it can be very big. But it's typically going to be real small once you eliminate that little pineal gland of, uh, of ours, which they have done very easily with mind control manipulation. So there's that. That's my entirety. That's my entire dear diary for this uh, this episode. This is episode fourteen. This is not so much episode dry diary entry number fourteen. And I guess we'll see what happens tomorrow. We'll see what happens with the with the elections. Either way, like I said, it, it just it just don't matter because it, it, it's just one giant puppet show just to keep your attentions elsewhere when there's major other things happening in the world, in our planet, in our solar system that they're just going to keep keep a lid on and make it seem unimportant and blame all any catastrophes on made-up viruses or made-up enemies. So I guess we'll see what happens in the... Uh, Next story of Babylon here. And uh, we'll see what Trump does. (laughs) Let's close this diary book. And remember, if you are a truth seeker, just follow the money trail. I'll talk to me later. Everything is fake. Whatever you decide to do, Jolene. Jolene, 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 Jolene. Please don't take my man Jolene, Jolene